everybody. I'm Vanessa Oshima, and welcome to the Outrun Cancer podcast. Outrun Cancer started back in 2012 when I made a promise to a friend that I would run every day for her to support her cancer journey. Cancer can be a really lonely journey, but it doesn't have to be. And that's something that I've learned through my cancer journey, the running journey. And I'd like to share with you the stories, the information, the learnings. We call them the life learnings from running, life learnings from cancer. And so that's what we're going to do with this podcast. If you're going through a cancer journey and you want just a little bit of hmm, inspiration, a little bit of information, or just some good stories, come join us on Outrun Cancer. And you don't actually have to be a runner to be able to be part of this. Come listen. Hi, everybody from Athens, Greece. Uh, we're actually here. Um, it's Saturday, the 12th of November. And tomorrow, uh, there's a bunch of us who are going to be running the Athens Marathon, the original marathon. Uh, and when I say a bunch of us, uh, if you've been listening to the Outrun Cancer podcast, it's actually four of the OG Outrun Cancer people, right? So, so it's me, of course, uh, Vanessa. Uh, so thank you again for joining the Outrun Cancer podcast and listening to us. And Julia. Uh-huh. Uh, hi, Julia was episode four, I think, of, of Outrun Cancer. And then I also have Daphne. And we're really lucky to have Daphne with us because Daphne is local. <laughs> and she's also run how many times? Either six or seven. Six or seven times Athens Marathon. So so Daphne was episode eight of Outrun Cancer. And we also have Connor. So Connor, Connor Steer, uh, he was episode 12 with his siblings. Connor is the son of Caroline, who I run for every day. And we're here. We all came to Athens mm-hmm. to run the Athens Marathon, which is actually called the, the Authentic Marathon of Athens. So I'm going to start with Daphne. Oh. Okay. Yeah, because yeah, basically because you've run it five times. <laughs> All right. So why is it called the Authentic Marathon? It tracks the route that the first person to run from Athens, from Marathon to Athens. Okay. So Marathon is actually a city. Uh, Marathon's a city. It is a place where a battle was held very, very long time ago. Mm-hmm. And um, for the PVs run from Marathon to Athens to let them know the news of that the city was safe. And so when you run the Athens Marathon, you go round the Museum of Marathon, which is close to where we think the battleground was. And then you run up the hill, down the hill, up the hill, down the hill, over the mountain. Um, up the hill, down the hill, <laughs> up the hill, down the hill. Uh, <laughs> and you will see, I can't remember where it is. So apologies to people who have run the marathon or know more about this. Um, you run past the statue of Philippibis and then at 41K, there is a big glass statue, which is called the runner. Oh, wow. And you go right there and then you go downhill. Sorry, your knee's going to yeah. hurt there. Um, but you will see it from quite a long way away, and that's mm-hmm. the 41k mark. And mm-hmm. there is a runner uh, oh, wow. to take it to the end. That's fantastic. And tomorrow the weather looks like it's going to be good. A little hot. Yeah, it's hard to decide. I think every person who runs has a different idea of what good weather is. Mm. Um, it is going to be mild for Greek standards. Mm. Definitely for Jordanian standards. It's going to be sunny mm. and dry, which is always good. Yeah. But remember, you run from A to B, so the sun's going to be on your left mm. for the better part of the run. So okay. you might end up sunburned or sunburned. with a strange tan on your face. Okay. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> so, Julia, uh, this is going to be your first marathon. Yes. yes. So, why are you here? Why did you decide to come to Athens? <laughs> so, let's go back to last year as I was running every day during chemo. And I was trying to find a hope to see if I'd be able to keep the streak even with the mastectomy. Mm-hmm. And I just dropped random words on Google. And these words, usually they don't come together because it's cancer, running streak, <laughs> mastectomy. <laughs> so, so like I, I wasn't really sure if I'd find anything related. And then I found a story about someone who's been running for her friend who had cancer. And on the first, fourth year, she had cancer. And by then she was on the ninth year. And this person is Vanessa. Yeah. So I was that creep who wanted to really talk to her. So, yeah, Julia sent messages, but because we have no common connections, yeah. Instagram or Facebook, yeah, Instagram, they put it into like a spam folder. Yeah. So I don't get to see it unless yeah. I go check my spam folder. And I had yeah. not checked my spam folder. And then... So I followed her on the posts. Yeah. <laughs> Just like, check your messages. Yeah. <laughs> and that's how I finally... Yeah. Yes, and I'm so glad that we did. And it feels so unreal that that was last year and it, you were just like a stranger that lives in Tokyo and uh, someone in Jordan. And now we're here together because as as you gave me tips on how to keep the streak and I kept it through the mastectomy, you just came with the idea, like, let's run a full marathon. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, I'm, I'm just dealing with cancer now. <laughs> so, so, but I thought that it would be a cool idea yes. and I didn't want to say no to it. And especially that when I knew that Athens is one of the hardest uh, road races mm-hmm. and I just wanted to pick the challenge for that year mm-hmm. because in 2021, I got a challenge that I didn't choose, mm-hmm. but I had to go through it. Yeah. And my oncologist by then, when he knew that I was a runner and he was just trying to keep up with this crazy runner <laughs> who's, and I've been telling her, like, he's saying, like, I'm talking about cancer here. And she's asking, like, will I be able to run? So <laughs> he told me that, okay, this cancer journey is like a very long race with some obstacles. Yeah. And this is how I prepared for it. Mm-hmm. And I ha- this is how I, how I kept going with the cancer journey. And I took my last uh, biotherapy treatment uh, last August. Mm. And that's when I got to really think about my next challenge. So I signed up for Athens. And I... Here we are. Yeah, here we are. (laughs) And it's so great to run it with the cancer community as well. And with the person who gave me hope to keep the streak through mastectomy, seriously. Like, I really appreciate this. And now as I prepare myself for the race and as I run it, I'm going to reflect on my cancer journey and the race because there are many similarities. So running is not just running. Mm -hmm. It helps you to overcome challenges. And I know that the middle of the race is the hardest hardest part with all the uphills. And the middle of the cancer journey was the hardest for me oh, with taking okay. major decisions that are like lifetime decisions. Mm-hmm. So it's good to go through this yep. 
my yeah. way now. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and also I'm being, so I'm, I'm being supported by the King Hussein Cancer Center yes. in Jordan. And I'm so grateful for this. Yeah. And I want to take the chance for this to run for all the angels that have been through cancer and all the heroes as well that I met through my cancer journey. When with each kilometer, I'll be thinking of each one of them and how they had an influence on me during this journey. And of course, this is like including you, Vanessa, yeah. of course. Yeah. I remember talking with you. We were texting backwards and forwards. Yeah. And then I thought, you know what? It's easier just to talk because we mm. were like, uh, text back and forth. And uh, you asked me, how do you run through mastectomy? And the first thing I said was like, I don't know if your doctor will agree, but this is how I did it. Yeah. And I think that that's the first thing, which is that all of us will have different journeys. And it's the same with marathon running. All of us have different ways of running. We have Connor, who's joggy jog person. Yeah. <laughs> so, Connor doesn't stop. <laughs> like, oh when, we're at the traffic lights, and we all stop, yeah. And like Connor's jogging in place. But there's, and there are some people who stop to drink the water at the water stations. There are some people who will walk up the hills. There were some people who run up the. There are people who run up the hills backwards, you know, mm -hmm. to try to save their legs, like because it's different. So we all have different ways of doing things. But one of the things which is interesting about running as well as interesting about cancer, is runners talk to other runners about things. Like the first thing we ask Daphne is, what is it like to run Athens? It's like, what should we wear? What do we yeah. do? And we are looking for people with experience to help us. What time should we, you know, what time should we get up in the morning to get the bus? And how do we yeah. do that? Where should we stay? Do we stay near the start line? Do we stay near the finish line? Mm. Runners talk to other runners to figure out how to be successful in the race. Yeah. It doesn't mean that we will copy what Daphne does or we will copy, but we will get information that will help us. And I think that's very similar to cancer. And the more that we, that cancer survivors and cancer supporters can talk to each other, then we can actually get information and we can feel a bit more comfortable to mm. think that we can actually do this. Yeah. Rather than Relying on Dr. Google. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's why Dr. Yeah. <laughs> Dr. Google is not a good, yeah, yeah. good person. Yeah. So, yeah. So, Connor, you're here in Athens with us. So, um, just just reminder. So, we said that Daphne is from Athens, but she lives in the UK. So, she has come in from the UK. And Julia is from Jordan. Uh, and so, she's come across from Jordan. I'm from New Zealand, but live in Tokyo. So I've come from Tokyo. And Connor has flown in all the way from New Zealand. So you're the winner of the farthest distance. Yeah, <laughs> <the> jet lag. <laughs> oh, I'm feeling okay, to be honest. I um, slept like a log the last two nights. I can attest to that. <laughs> and for the record, I do not snore. Yes, you do. Yes. <laughs> you breathe heavily. This yeah, you why, breathe heavily. Yeah. Yeah. You inhale heavily and exhale heavily. Well, yes. I'll tell you what, I With don't like the... <laughs> anyway, what does it mean to be here? Why are you here? Well, initially it started off as just being a bucket list item for me. So it was really um, just a bit of excitement, really. Uh, I recall getting a message from Vanessa that she was doing it and that Julia was doing it. And the different people were doing it from the community that, you know, I find so much importance with them um, because obviously it's it's such a good with cause. Yeah. And it did start with, um, you know, my mother and Vanessa. Mm. So it's always been 
and I'm very close to my aunt. So yeah, I initially signed up for it just to really get behind it and also take off a bucket list item. Hmm. Yeah, and then since the podcast that I was on, my mother's health declined again. And yeah. so she is now going through cancer for a second time. So it has all become a lot more personal yet again. Yep. But having kind of listened to the last podcast, again, it reminded me that you really don't get to choose when things happen. You just choose how you respond to it and how you support people. So yeah, it did make me question whether it was a wise choice to come and run the marathon, but uh, in the I end. I remember, yeah, so Connor and I were organizing to, to get ready to run, and uh, and Connor came to Tokyo first, um, stayed a few days with us in Tokyo, and then we flew together. Our little learning is like we flew and we were booking our seats together, and we chose the seats. We were on booking.com together, <laughs> and we were sitting at the same time booking. Yeah. And it says, choose your seats. And so we're like, okay, I'm going to choose 30C. You choose 30E and we'll leave D empty. <laughs> yeah. yeah, because nobody's going to want to like me in the middle seat, right? Yeah, so, so we, we were doing that on all of the flights and it worked. <laughs> we arrived and there's nobody sitting in between us. So we get like the row, yeah. So, so this is our little life learning from booking, yeah. <laughs> booking seats. So we were, you were on your laptop from Auckland and or, or from uh, from Hamilton, and I was in Tokyo. So yeah, but Connor phoned me to say, um, I'm not sure if I should run or not. What do you think? Because the last time your mum got sick, you were also overseas. Yeah. So the first time that she got cancer, I was. Um... You know, I had the decision between going in the scholarship overseas that I'd got or turning it down to stay at home. And the conclusion that I came back to at that point was that my mother would have been devastated if she felt like I'd missed out on an opportunity because of her. And to this day, I, you know, I never, never really know whether I made the right choice, but, you know, you never really do. Yep. So, yep. you know, it's just been something I've had to make peace with. So this kind of felt like deja vu. So it was, <laughs> it was really conflicting, you know, feeling like yet again I've been faced with the same yep. thing. And Just so you know, your mum phoned me after, like you phoned me to sort of say, you know, make sure he goes. <laughs> and I was like, well, make sure he goes. <laughs> yeah. Make sure he runs the hardest marathon out there. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Doesn't back out of it. Yeah, it doesn't back out of it and comes. Yeah. So uh, she's um she's always fiercely supportive. Yeah. Um yeah. I love the idea of bucket lists because uh, you know, it was interesting when I finished the six major marathons, everyone was like, So what are you gonna do now? Yeah. And so I had just two answers. So the, the first answer was um seven continents. Mm -hmm. So there's the seven continents. So I haven't run in Africa yet and Antarctica and there is an Antarctica marathon <laughs> so but the other answer was Athens mm. because it's the original and there's something about the original and the history and learning and things like that but bucket lists are weird things so bucket lists are things that I don't know when you're faced with like a crisis you start to realize a bucket list but I don't know that we should wait I think uh, yeah. Have your bucket list. I, yeah, I think like through our experience, we want to talk to people and tell them to save them the effort and to, them, to tell them to fill up the bucket list yeah. before they face anything that makes them feel that they're, they're running out of time. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. 
So uh, wouldn't it be wait. cool to basically make up a bucket list and say once a year I'm gonna knock off something off the bucket list? Yeah, and mm. just you know, and yeah. what might be really cool? We could start a whole thing, which is like you say, okay, there are ten things that I would like to get done in the next ten years, yeah. and so you cross off one that you do. So I cross off Athens. But then I add another yeah, one. Yeah, there's always ten on the there's list. There's always ten on the list. Yeah, so there's because always ten years. There's always ten years, or you yes. know, it might be five years, but it's like there's always ten years, which is like, and you yeah. know, so we just keep going until I'm a hundred and something. And yeah, like, yeah. I and love so, the idea. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. So maybe that's it's the the ten year. And yes. let's change the name. Let's not call it the bucket list. What do we want to call it? Because I like, you know, Julia renamed chemotherapy healing therapy. Ooh, nice! Yeah. yeah, and once I renamed it, it felt way better. And um, it's like it's healing me. It's yeah, like, yeah, it's yeah. Like, yeah. Because for someone who doesn't take any medicines, to someone to start with chemotherapy, the idea by itself was so hard for me. Yeah, and like I couldn't even say the word. I can see it, say it easily now that I'm over it. But by then, it was really hard. So just by changing it to healing therapy and by writing down all the positive things that will come up out of this healing therapy, I felt so prepared. Mm-hmm. So what are we going to bring in the bucket list? Because it's yeah. no longer the, the bucket list. What's the, the joy the life list? list? The life list. Life list. Oh, yeah. 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 My, yeah. Ten, my ten life list. Okay. Mm-hmm. So maybe that's what we're going to do. Yeah. That's what we're going to think about yeah. tomorrow when we're running. Yeah. So tomorrow is the marathon. Yes. Okay. So we'll just go quickly around. What's the one thing you're most excited about for the marathon or afraid of for the marathon? Or Oh, well, that's a big list. <laughs> <laughs> More than 10, yeah? <laughs> okay, Connor, what's the, most, the, the thing you're most excited about? They probably go hand in hand. So my excitement, I think, is going to come from trying to get a really good time. Mm. And the thing I'm nervous about is that I sometimes lack judgment when it comes to being, <laughs> when, when it comes to being like responsible or well reasoned. Yeah. Uh, so I, I tend to be a bit gung ho, yeah. uh, joggy joggy. It's joggy jogging, yeah. Yeah. So my one worry is be that perhaps I joggy joggy too much and yeah. I, just then I cock it. Yeah. I, uh, blow a bell. Blow a yeah. bell. Yeah. <laughs> so. Connor has Connor and your mom says it too. Yeah, make sure he doesn't blow a foo foo valve. I'm like, what the hell is a foo foo valve? <laughs> but, yeah, so the one one problem is don't blow a foo foo valve. Okay. Yeah. Okay. All right. Daphne? Well, I excited or I'm, afraid. Or... I'm not running a full marathon. I think yeah. we should make that very clear. So yeah. I'm gonna be at thirty kilometers and I'm gonna wait for Vanessa and Julia. You're probably running too fast for my face. <laughs> But I will be there to kind of support and pick you guys up and then make sure that you get oh. to the end and that you finish happy and healthy. Yeah. yeah. And you don't blow up. <laughs> <laughs> um, my mom's going to be at 35 or 34. I need to ask her yeah. with chocolates and fruit, which is nice. every year. Right. Yeah. And yeah, that's, that's what I'm looking forward to. Yeah. The last 12. The last 12, yeah. yeah. So I've got the New Zealand flags and the Japan flags, so yeah. we'll have those. I'm really nice. Julia, how about you? Well, as for someone running 
my full marathon exactly one year after my mastectomy. Yes. So my goal is to reach that finish line, regardless of the time or... But I want to reach it happy and healthy to deliver the message of hope to all those who are afraid to do any early detection or anything like that because so they're so afraid of the word cancer. And by just crossing that finish line, I'm giving them this message of hope and telling them that the cancer di- diagnosis doesn't mean the end. Yeah. It means it might mean something new, a new start. I've never thought that I will be running like my first full marathon now. And maybe if it wasn't for cancer, I would have still thought that that I'm not ready for my full marathon. So, so it's, it's it's something new that came out of something that we thought it was the end. For me, what's um, exciting for me is to be able to run the history. Mm-hmm. I think that's the thing. Um, I've run a lot of marathons, so Julie, it's going to be your first, and your first you will always remember. Yeah, yeah. So it's like first love, first kiss, first, first marathon. You will always remember. Yeah. So I think for me, so my husband has worked in this kind of sports area and the Olympics for many years, and it just has this, I don't know, this aura. Mm-hmm. And so being able to run the history and feel the history. Because uh, it was an important race. It yeah. was an important, it was a person who did it themselves to communicate yeah. an important message to the community. To the community. And I think that's the same kind of idea, which is that we are running to communicate a message. And in full disclosure, I have um, a very bad knee at the moment. <laughs> so everyone it keeps saying, oh, the uphills, the uphills, and then it's a really great downhill. And I'm like, <laughs> The downhills hurt. <laughs> so the last, uh, the last few kilometers downhill are not going to be easy. But I think the other thing that I have come to realize too is that I used to be able to run marathons very quickly. Sort of like three, three and a half, three hours, 36 is mine. Uh, but now um, it's about finishing and enjoying mm. and taking the pressure off myself. Um, and to think about the past is the past. And this is the new version of me. And actually at 52 years old, go through cancer, saw knee, finish the Athens Marathon with a smile. Running every day for 10 years. Running every day for 10 years, <laughs> yes. Um, yeah. no. And then we're going to go for a Yeah, and then it's going to be great. Yeah. So everybody, this is the day before the marathon. <laughs> we will come back to you with the day after (laughs) in the afternoon and we'll tell you exactly how it was yeah so um thank you for listening and we'll see you again soon thanks for listening to today's outrun cancer story i know telling stories really helps so now i'd like to ask you to come share your takeaways follow us on instagram at vanessa underscore outrun cancer for some stories, some inspiration, and maybe you might be inspired to put your running shoes on. See you in the next episode.